Welcome to the SEM podcast. Zach Hewlett, Jack Bryce here again hosting. And today we have a famous guest from the north. It is Garrett McLeod. Garrett, how are you, brother? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here, boys. Yeah. So good to see you. We're, we're grateful you're taking time to be with us. Um, you know, Garrett mentioned before we were speaking, he's been listening to some of his uh, favorite people as, as he's been listening to the podcast. So just a quick uh, reminder, we'll go through pre-mission and anticipation of getting your call and what your reaction was to get getting the call to Scotland. We'll go after the mission, um, and then we'll go back to the mission, go through companionships, areas, and any fun memories, spiritual memories, whatever you want to cover. So, Garrett, the floor is yours, man. For sure. All right. So, like, uh, pre-mission, yeah. So, I um, I wasn't sure I wanted to go. I, I just I didn't know. It wasn't something that I thought about too much, to be honest. Um, and I went about a year I went when I was like on my 20th birthday, which was kind of a bummer. I was like flying halfway across the world on my birthday, like oh, freaking wow. out, like low key freaking out, like not no idea what's going to happen. You know, you probably felt the same sort of thing, right? Oh, of course. Anyways, <laughs> so, um, but then I, I did decide to to do it. Like my my bishop like called me and we like sat down and talked. He's just like, "Is something you want to do?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think so." Like. Sure. I don't know. I was like, like, I don't know. It wasn't, I wasn't that sad, but yeah, I ended up, you know, going anyways. Um, and then when I got my call, I was actually in Utah at conference and they're going to like this, I think it was like a follow boy concert, like before they were big. Nice. <laughs> so, like, so I was still cool. It was cool to see them because they weren't big. Right. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so my call <laughs> came to here, Alberta, uh, Lethbridge and I was down there and so my mom like calls and I'm just like no don't open it like, I'm gonna open it she wanted to open it before I got back so then I opened it when I got back and I'd seen Preston England pop up beforehand like the MTC and my mom like grew up in England she did like all of her like schooling there so I saw it and I just said, Mom, I'm going to England. And she freaks out. And then I look back down, I actually read it. And I was like, Oh, Scotland. So I was just like, I was like, It's a Preston England MTC, Mom. And she's like, Oh, that's still awesome. But she's still pumped for sure. Cause it was just like me and my mom and uh, my sister was home. And so, like, I didn't even open it. Like, I didn't even have a thing. Like, no one was there. And then I just started like calling around with like friends and stuff and telling them, you know, like where I was going and when and all that stuff. So. Um, that's amazing is yeah. uh is is mcleod a scottish name um it's any ancestry well, it's there spelled, at all? mine is spelled the irish way like mc okay. like mick and then the, the scottish way was m-a-c mac and oh, okay. so yeah i think i'm pretty got like, like a lot of heritage from england scotland ireland anyways but it's spelled more of the irish way so and it's it, but like when we were over there they'd see my badge and like oh mcleod what a great scottish name and I wanted to tell him, but well, it's actually spelled Irish way, but I, <laughs> I want to be cool, fit in, you know, just like we all do. So I didn't correct him. Yeah. I wasn't about to do scary those people. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and remind us time frame. When did you uh, go to the MTC? I mean, it was your birthday. So, yeah. So it was June of 2005. Okay. Um, and then I went there. Yeah. So it was, and if, 
anyone knows me, I've always been kind of a husky guy, and I never wore a suit in my life. Like, I hated them. They were so tight. And so then they expect me to start wearing this suit in the middle of summer and, like, this MTC, and I never did. And I got in trouble all the time. Like, they were, I got in trouble daily in the MTC, not wearing a suit, being too loud, all in you know, everything you could get into trouble for there. I, I normally did. And my, my MTC companion was, like, the complete – opposite of me like it he, like me and Mc, oh you should just talk to mcconkey about this guy it's just he's a sweet dude like so but like complete opposite of me so like i knew i frustrated him because like i would like break the rules stuff not wearing my coat and he would just, just be like hey just come just put it on you know but i was like, no <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, i'd rather not get sweaty like i'm like i try being my size and then like tell someone to wear a suit coat this doesn't work that way so no i i can i can agree with you there man it's it was not easy to get used to that yeah so i love um yeah and so that was that was that yeah so pretty much yeah that was beforehand and okay a little bit of mtc so i i I snow in there and uh yeah so t- take us back to you know June of 07. You got home. Tell me what tell us what you've been up to since then. Yeah, um, I got home like um I was like in and out of school, like thought I had wanted to do something and didn't, and then I just got um caught up doing um uh, like uh with like security like Vivint. I installed for Vivint for a lot of years, and then in the winters I would uh drywall with uh well, he wasn't a buddy at first. It was just a guy I knew in, like, the YSA, and he just needed uh, another guy. And I was like, oh, I can do some work. So that was that for a long time. And then I became I started doing service work uh, full-time for Vivint. Hmm. And then a company called Telus bought Vivint up here. And so now I work for Telus oh, as cool. a field service technician. So, yeah. So, I just so is, is it solar security, all that? It's like home automation security. Yeah. Okay. Like that. Yeah. So pretty, pretty easy job. I don't know. Nice. <laughs> yeah. They give me a truck and a phone and all that stuff. So that's, yeah, it's all right. Hey, that's, that's, that's hashtag winning right there. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I guess like, uh, yeah, for that was like work. I, I never got married, never had kids. I have a dog. He's, He's big, <laughs> like really big. He's like a year old, and he's like 110 pounds. Well, what kind of dog is it? He's an Anatolian Shepherd. Okay. Um, his name's Velcro. Um, Velcro? That's a great name. He's, he's just chilling on the ground right now. He's just cleaning himself and stuff on. He probably won't even come. He's kind of dumb. He doesn't always come. Probably because I'm pretty lax with the training. I don't know. <laughs> He's a good boy, though. <laughs> That's awesome. And you said you're still living in Alberta, then in Lethbridge. Yeah, yeah, I'm still back here. Like, um, I was moving around a lot with work, um, but not like too far from home. And then, um, yeah, I thought I'd just end up staying here. I almost moved to Georgia. I was there for about a month um, with Vivint, and nothing that was promised like came to pass. So I got out of there. Once um, the full-time job opened up back home, so I just moved back here because 
it was a nightmare. I've never, never experienced so much anxiety in my life. <laughs> the, the, the month I lived there. So it was good getting back home. That's good. Yeah. No, that's, those are tough situations. I mean, us return missionaries have all been approached. I'm sure at some point to sell security or pest control yeah. or oh, everything, yeah. everything in between. And yeah. when you get to a situation and it's not what it was cracked up to be initially, it's not fun. So I can, I can, uh, I feel, I'll feel for you there. Yeah. 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 And like in Lethbridge is like the, like, oh, like Southern Alberta is like the Utah of Canada. Like there's tons of LDS people here. Like there's in my hometown, there's like seven YSA wards. Right. So like not as crazy as Utah, but like crazy as in out of Utah or like Arizona sort of thing. Right. So yeah, everyone, everyone around here knows what a Mormon is to an extent. Right. So, um, so yeah, that's why like, yeah, summer sales when I got home was already started to pick up and was getting pretty, pretty huge. And a lot of my, a lot of my good buddies were already like either selling or teching. And I was like, well, I don't sell, but I can, I work, I like to work with my hands. So I got on the tech side of it and, a lot of fun times you meet every kind of people with this job too so it's like it's super crazy and fun just meet it's like the mission right you just meet every kind of person but you're and you're in their homes and you just see how they live and like their how they argue with their kids and their spouses like it's just next level <laughs> crazy sometimes or you get yelled at for whatever reason and you break something to theirs it doesn't matter it's like, so, sounds like a story there, but we won't go into it. <laughs> More than one. <laughs> well, good. All right. Well, take us back to the MTC. Um, you know, remind us of who was in your group that went up with you to Scotland and then just kind of go from there. Yeah, I was with McConkey. He was like probably my best buddy in the MTC. Like we got along right away. Like his dry humor killed me. My loud, obnoxious, like, saying things that I shouldn't most of the time kill him and we just clicked and like and I looked up to him because you know how he spoke and like he was just so good with his words and all I was just like this guy I just want to be around him I guess and maybe that's why I took a liking to him and yeah. I also thought he was super funny on top of that right like just because he was a McConkey, I didn't care, right? Like, I was like, cool, whatever, right? It was like Brandon Osmond. I was like, oh, right on, dude. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, he's just Brandon. That's yeah, really so, cool. Yeah, there was McConkey and like uh, Evans. Okay. In there. Um, he's a Chance Evans. Um, yeah, I remember. I was like, very many. Why am I forgetting? <laughs> Who was in my MTC group? Was Elder DePold in your group too? Pulled. See the MTC. I actually can't remember who was in my MTC group, which is weird. <laughs> you just had too much fun hanging out with McConkey. Yeah, honestly, like he was like the only guy I, like really like had like hard hard talks with. Like even like like even when we left like the MTC in England in the train ride, it was just like me and him. We just chatted, right? Like couldn't even tell you what it was about. Or anything. I just remember, like, he kind of gave me like a sense of calm that I needed sometimes. Like, you know, just getting to the mission and it being so crazy, right? So it was yeah. dope having a, a dude like him 
that seemed like he was well prepared to be around when I felt so ill prepared. Right. So that was, it was pretty dope. And I, I don't think he'll ever really know like how much I appreciated that, I guess, I guess now he'll know, but like he was, um, he was a really good buddy to me um, out, out in the field for sure. Yeah. That's much awesome. love, much love for, for McConkey. <laughs> well, cool. All right. Well, you know, take us up to the, you know, the mission home and, yeah. first area yeah so you'll like this zach you know who trained me do you know who, who trained me george willis no way yeah that's my dad dude <laughs> george willis yeah george, george come on the podcast come on your boy's here <laughs> yeah this is my first shout out yeah george man um i even went down to az once and and, and met up with him briefly yeah old george so man. funny man yeah Such he's dude he he honestly was a, a great trainer because he wanted to work hard. He wanted to like show me what it was like to be like like a good missionary, but like the character on that guy also showed me like you can't be a robot, dude. You gotta you have to have a personality or you're gonna burn out here super quick, right? So that was dope from him, uh, showing me that like you have to have that balance, and he showed me that pretty quick because I would well. I have to throw in a I have to throw in a George story. I have to. So, <laughs> so Willis had I'm pretty sure everyone knew this. He had terrible hemorrhoids. Bad, <laughs> bad hemorrhoids. And and it got so bad that we went to the hospital because he had to get him checked because they oh, were, no. were bleeding bad all the time. And so we go in there. I didn't go into the room with him. I, I was like, nah, I'm, I'm going to stay out here. So he goes in and anyways, <laughs> does thing, comes back out. And you know, George is white as white. He was super red, dark red. I'm like tomato red, like lobster red. And I was like, oh, something, something messed up happened. Guaranteed. Anyway, so we, we leave and we're like walking on the road. And I was like, dude, what? I got to go in there because he was dead silent. And and he's just like, so he's like, first of all, dude, it was a, it was a girl doctor. And I was like, oh, he's, he's like, so I made it super uncomfortable. He's like, so, and then, you know, she puts on the glove, lubes it up, finger in the butt. And he's like, and he's like, I was like, I don't He's like, I never had anything up there before. So when, when she pulled it out, he's like, I thought I pooped. And I started apologizing, like really like, he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she's like, uh, why? And he's like, didn't I just poop on you sort of thing? And she's like, no. Nah. he's like, oh, so there. That's, <laughs> my, that's my George story. <laughs> oh, my God. Didn't he pooed on a girl doctor because he's got hemorrhoids. Oh, my gosh. He never told me that story. <laughs> of course not. George would never tell that one on his own. <laughs> he needs me to tell that one. Oh, geez. That's too good. What area were you guys in? Oh, I started at uh, Aberdeen. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, not the Bridge of Dawn one, the other one. Um the non-zone leader area. Yeah. Yeah. Brownlow and Manini were my my first zone leaders. Dude, I like those dudes. I like Brownlow a lot. Oh man. Uh, was it Thomas? Thomas? Tom? Yeah. 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 His and, his podcast went live today as we're speaking. So make sure you catch that one. It was really good. Sweet. He probably doesn't remember me, but I thought he was pretty cool. Um yeah, so they were my first zone leaders, and I was there with Willis. I'm pretty there must have been another cup. Wasn't there usually six missionaries covering yeah, Aberdeen? Yeah, you had the zone leaders and 
the second set in Aberdeen, and then you had the Bridge of Dawn, um, either Elders or Sisters, at least from my my time there. I think I think so. I can't remember, man. I can't remember a lot of this stuff. Did you live in that in that nasty two level flat? Like the high rise? Yes, 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 yes. Those stairs, dude. I swear someone was chasing me every time I was I'll run up those <laughs> stairs every time, dude. I was I don't know why. I guess I was like, oh I'm missionary. I'm gonna have these weird experiences with the dark side or whatever. And so I, yeah, <laughs> I go sprint up those stairs and I ate trash so many times too, because my chubby legs couldn't keep up with how scared I was of those. Nah, anyways, it was, was dark. It was dark down there when you turned the lights yeah. off and like just strolled up the stairs. That it was one, dark. And that down, bedroom down was that, just like wall to wall bed. Yeah. You just somehow wake up and you and your companion have switched sides and but never woke up in, in the <laughs> night. Like I did it once. I did a one eighty once. I've never done that in my sleep ever in only in that place. It had to have been some kind of haunted dude. Like it was Willis uh, messing with you, probably. Yeah. So then yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, then after George, um Jared Lineker, um okay. from England. Um yeah, he was he's he's um He's a good soccer player. I remember that. I remember he had thick legs, a thick butt. He's just like a like thick down, kind of like Streeter. I don't know if you remember Streeter. He's thick downstairs. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Streeter. <laughs> so I got yeah. So Jared was backup training, and then we then Zinkowski got thrown into a a tripanionship with us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you did you know Zinkowski at all? Uh-huh, I did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you know that he his antics were oh uh, we almost fought. We he, he he hit me in the chest and I almost punched him in the face on a bus. Um I kind of asked for it. I guess I threw an empty water bottle at him because he wouldn't come sit with us. And then he and then he got up and walked over and hit me in the chest and I almost punched him and Anyways, he apologized, but I think he swore at me in Russian or whatever Ukrainian. But it doesn't matter. But yeah. <laughs> Other than like some of those Neds that I almost fought, he was the only missionary I almost fought. <laughs> um, we'll then, ask him. We'll ask him about it because we're talking to him on Monday. Oh yeah, maybe you remember. He might say something about me. <laughs> <laughs> I never swung. I wanted to. I don't know why I didn't. Just be pretty hard. <laughs> anyway, so after Aberdeen, I took off to uh, Motherwell, North Motherwell. Oh, actually, I don't know if it was in North Motherwell, but if you ever went to Motherwell, I remember there was this brick wall and spray painted on it when you got to North Motherwell was Welcome to North Murderwell. Murderwell. Yeah, in the spray paint. And I was just like, what am I doing here (laughs) with Andrew Green, the kid that (laughs) the missionary? He could do the best comic book guy impression from The Simpsons. Oh, really? uh, Yeah, he was good at it. I think that was, (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was Green. Um, I remember I gave him my, he had the, he must have got big on his mission like I did, but his coat was so tight. And I gave him this trench coat that I never wanted to wear, but it was on like the list of stuff to get. And I gave it to him and he wore it all the time. And then I was just like, man, Chubby Neo is out here with me now. 
<laughs> oh, man, yeah. Dude, he snored, too. I slept out on the couch almost every night. He snored so, so loud. In and out, like, <laughs> it was too much. I would sleep on the couch. And it was, like, the summer, and we had, like, these black leather couches. I get so sticky on them all. Needless to say, like, I was okay when he left. It was okay. I think we only did, like, six weeks. Anyways. He started like that in the MTC, too. Just so you yeah. know, it didn't start later. It was... Oh. <laughs> was he in your room, Jack? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, I had I couldn't have been the only one experience it. So good thing I was able to kind of escape it and get out to another room. Um yeah, so then then he left and I stayed in Motherwell. Um and then my boy Ren Hardy Ren. came along. Uh, I think I was like his third companion, but he was still in full gung-ho mode. Like, as you know, Ren, it's like all or nothing with Ren Hardy. And we I used to call him Hardcore Hardy, mostly behind his back because I was still a little bit scared of him because he was like a middle linebacker. He's a big kid anyways. <laughs> um, but we did not get along at first. And that's why I used to talk, like call him Hardcore Hardy behind his back or whatever. Uh, we just we, And then I think one night we just – we bonded on stuff from back home. Maybe it was like football or love or something. I don't know. And then we became buds, like best buddies. Like, oh, I love that guy to death. I've been down and seen him a, a few times when he was in Utah. I haven't talked to him in ages. Man, I didn't reach out to Ren. I miss that guy. He, what, a, what a dude. Oh, I love Ren Hardy. He actually kissed me on my mouth the night before I left because he did. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me because I I spent two weeks with Ren um, when I think Elder Aurelio replaced you, right? Uh, he left to Aurelio. I remember we both left. I think we both oh. they got whitewashed maybe, but I remember him going to Aurelio, and then I went to like down to Gala Shields with Balak Ross Balak. Okay. Um, and he got my number somehow and would call me daily being like, you need to talk to me. I need to calm down. The language barrier between me and this kid is terrible. And, and anyways, so I was like, this kind of like his buddy to like bring him back. You know, I was, I was Ren's history. district leader at that point in time. And he used yeah. to call me with the same conversation. So it wasn't just you. He was like, Man, yeah. really, that's driving me crazy. And I yeah. was like, come hang out with us, you know, just take yeah. a day and come hang out with us, you know, or we yeah. go on an exchange. And I loved Elder Aurelio. I could put up with him for a day or two. That's cool. <laughs> I never served around him. I think I played some soccer with him. So I think I kind of understand what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, plus, I heard all about him from Ren. So I got the best point of view, too, right? Of the guy. Love it. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So. Anyways, quick rewind back to Ren Hardy. I have to share some Ren Hardy stories. And this one is my all-time favorite. I think I may have told this like my homecoming talk or something because this is, this, is, this is pretty good. So anyways, we leave the flat and we're like half a block away and it starts pouring rain. This is like right in the morning. So when we're like right when we're leaving in the morning and just starts raining hard. And we were going to go out knocking. So we just, I just turned on, I'm like, dude, let's just go back home. 
and wait it out because we, you know, it's going to rain hard for a little bit, then it'll, it'll pass. So and he's like, okay. So we go back, maybe like an hour or two pass, and then we, it stops raining. We go out, and the sun comes out super bright. So everything's just glaring, right? And because we're already behind schedule, Ren's like, oh, let's cut across this field to save some time to get to this area. And I was like, oh, for sure. And so we start walking across this field and we see this cutout in the fence so that we could like get to where we were going. Right. So we start going and, and Ren goes first through the, oh, it's like chain link. Right. But it was literally cut like homeowner special cut. Like it wasn't done nicely. There was no border. <laughs> And so Ren's just walking, and it's glaring from the sun and the rain. And these, like, two or three, uh, actually more like four or five, like, like chain link shards, like, grasp his forehead and just tiger claw him from oh, no. eyebrows to hairline. Just <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, oh, and he just, like, goes, oh, Whoa, dude, what happened? I was like, dude, you just walked into the fence, man. You probably just scratched your forehead. And he turns back, and it's already bleeding and collecting in his eyebrows and starting to run down the side. And I was like, I was like, I was like dude, don't touch it, dude. <laughs> don't touch it. It'll make it worse. He's like, dude, the cold wind, it hurts, it hurts, man. I was like, dude, it's just little scrapes. He's like, he looks back. He's like, dude, I can see some of my skin. He pulls skin oh off gosh. of the fence. <laughs> and he just wants to be like tough. He's he's ran hard. He's a tough guy, right? So so he's like, hey, well, let's just go to let's just go to the get to the doors. So we <laughs> we knock on the first door, and this lady answers, and she goes, "Oh my son, what happened to your forehead?" And he goes. McLeod, he's like, you said it was fine. She's like, there's blood everywhere, son. And he goes, what? And she's like, you need to go see a doctor. And she like closes the door and he turns to me. He's like, what the heck, dude? I was like, I was like, bro, you got blood everywhere. <laughs> she's so we go back to the flat. He gets all cleaned up and stuff. But anyways, so that's oh my, my friend's story. He must uh, have healed pretty quick from that because I don't remember any scarring or anything. No, like that. I don't know. It, just, it wasn't too bad. It was like if you got just uh, a just the surface, right? Yeah, and like it's a road such rash a thin, kind of thing, a thin right? part yeah. of your skin that I'm sure it was just like yeah. okay, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> jeez. Oh, so yeah. So then I went down to to Gal Shields, uh with Ross Ballack, and. Uh, I think we whitewashed into the area, so we didn't know like anything. So most of, and I was only with him. I think I sent him home. Okay. Him or or the barber. So I was with Brian Barber after Balak. Um, I, I maybe I sent them both home, or I sent one or two of them. Home. It doesn't really matter. Balak was a little younger than me, and uh, and Barber was my MTC group. So if you sent Balak home. I mean, I don't think you would have. It, you probably uh, said Barbara then, first. Okay, then Barbara then. Yeah. Um, yeah, so most of my time with Balak was just getting to know the area, the members, yada, yada, because there was like, there was just notes, but you didn't have 
a person with the notes. So it was, was kind of like following up on notes and, and area and stuff was most of my time with, with him. Um, oh, I guess in Aberdeen, I had two baptisms, one in Motherwell. Um, oh, yeah. No, then, that's, oh, hold that's, on. that's the important part, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. To, to what's his name? Um, our first guy. <laughs> numbers, numbers, numbers. <laughs> That Vreens? Prisoner uh, Vreens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Vreens, I had nine baptisms, um, which is pretty good for Scotland, I think. Um, yeah, Galashio, Valley, really the Barber. Um, and then, oh, Elmer Adams. I had, like, a lot of, like, six-week – no, Adams, I think I was with two tra- – I don't know if it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, Adams was from like St. George and mm-hmm. he talked really slow. And but we got along because he reminded me of a guy I used to hang out with back at home a lot. And so and Adams was very he would just like go with the flow. So I'd be like, hey, let's do this. And he would do it. Like I I like told him to climb a tree and he climbed a tree once and one of the branches broke and he fell down the tree a little bit. And talk about blood again, cut up Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Got some, I think he cut up his arm or something. So I was out here putting missionaries in danger for sure, I think. So um <laughs> yeah, he was he was fun. And then I and then I went to Dundee. Um O'Brien. O'Brien and Dundee. Uh he's he is, I liked O'Brien. He was he was like the first guy that like taught me what indie was like you know like or hipster like I didn't like I'm from like redneck kind of area I guess so like he would <laughs> tell me about like the Sufi and Stevens he would listen to like his Christmas stuff and I was like what what kind of music is this and he's like I was like indie and I'm like oh, what anyway so he kind of taught me about like that stuff but um. <laughs> Yeah, we had a lot of fun together. I think we did like a Christmas, or maybe that was McCabe. Um, yeah, so I was on Dundee. That's where I finished with O'Brien, and then and then McCabe after that. And um, oh, Dundee, this is crazy. In Dundee, um, when I get there, we go to meet the bishop, who is this uh, Cray and Snee. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, Ian, Craig, Ian Craig. Snee. Oh, okay, Ian Snee. Okay. Ian Snee was the bishop. Well, at the t- like the dad, right? The bishop, right. <laughs> Ian. Um, anyway, so I go there, and he goes, he goes, hey, he's like, I'm, I'm Bishop Snee, and I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, and I was like, I know some Snees back at home, but I was like, there's no way, right? Um, and so he goes, he goes, where are you from, Ellen McLeod? I'm like, I'm like, I'm from Canada, uh, Lethbridge, Alberta, and he goes. Do you know my brother Tom? And I was like, oh my goodness, I grew up like down the street from his brother, Tom. And I like I all of his kids were like my friends and stuff. And like wow. Yeah, and it's just so immediately he's like, I'm like his favorite missionary, and he's just like taking care of me. And like, oh, it is we he of course got along because like I I I know his brother better than he does now, sort of thing, right? So <laughs> it was pretty cool. Um that is cool. Small yeah, world. Yeah. Um, and I was there with, with, uh, yeah, James McCabe, um, guy from Arizona. Um, great dude. I like James a lot. We, we got along really well. I, I even visited him 
um, once when I was down in Utah, I think he was there. Um, I think it was at like um, BYU. I was like on campus and he like ran up and jumped on me. I didn't even know he was there. It was just like a fluke. Like when I remember when I ran into you at like that one dance thing or whatever, it was kind of like that, except for oh my gosh, yeah. he just ran up and, and jumped on me. It was like crazy <laughs> fluke that we like ran into each other. Um, but we, yeah, we had a lot of fun. We had like a lot of like inside jokes with each other. We like, um, yeah, we like just, yeah, he was like, he was like a real, like, uh, I don't know. It was just his, like, when he was like, he would tell me, cause he was like adopted into like a wealthy, like, uh, LVS family, right? And like, hmm. he would tell me a story about like how he found out that he was adopted. Um, some kid was like, You're adopted, look at you, you're brown and your parents are white, sort of thing. I think he told me, and I was like, That's a crazy story, dude. <laughs> And then he found out like all the siblings were adopted and they were all like kind of talking to him, like, hey, this is how it is, sort of thing. So and that was crazy. So, anyways, um, with my job, I went to a guy's house who was a James McCabe. And I was like, Oh, I was like, one of my good friends is named James McCabe. He's like, No way. And then I was like talking to him, he's like, he's like, Yeah, like uh, yeah, he's adopted. He's like, he's like, I was adopted. He's like, What? And I was, I was like, crazy. <laughs> I was like, he's like, What is it? James McCabe adopted? I'm adopted. I was like, oh, maybe it's just like what comes with the name? I don't know. <laughs> Parallel universe. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Crazy. Then, uh, then uh, yeah, and then um, yeah, and then I finished um, my mission there in in Dundee with. Uh, well, he wants me to call him Joseph Jansen, but you can't have a hard J and a soft J, and I'm gonna. I'll take this to my grave. It's either Joseph Jansen or it's Joseph Jansen. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but so this is so when I was when I got the call to go to his air to the um, no he got sent sorry he got to uh, yeah he came to me. Uh, anyways, I remember when I was on the call with uh mr president he's like yeah he's like i was gonna give you like some kind of leadership because i never had i didn't was no district leader zone i didn't train i knew nothing i think there was like kind of a thing in the mission is like um elder mcleod has too much fun so he's like not gonna do a good job with that kind of stuff i respect that because it's probably true um and i was totally fine not having any extra responsibility than what i already had to have so um, so when he called me, he's just like, I was going to give you, make you a district leader to finish your mission, but he's like, I want you to go and be with this other district leader and just like show him how to chill out because Jansen was highly, highly stressed up. Like he lost half an eyebrow due to stress. Oh my and, gosh. Then, and then uh, Garrett Smith um, made him um, an uh, made him like a, a tape with hair on it. To finish his eyebrow, and then they fought. <laughs> I think I think they fought once. He gave that to him. I don't think Yosef was too pumped about that one. Um, <laughs> it was like for his birthday or something. So like he was pumped that he was getting like a birthday gift, and then it was like a gag gift, and it wasn't. He wasn't too pumped about that. <laughs> but yeah, we had we had yet to that. Uh, we had a blast. We. We had a, we were teaching like this this dope half member family, um, 
and the two of their daughters ended up getting like baptized and stuff. It was pretty cool. Um, and did like all we played like a lot of like um, soccer with like their with like their brother and tried like to show them that like we're like normal people. But I don't know if it really worked. Like he wasn't having it. But um, I don't think they stayed active at all. But um, they just didn't have a great networking system anyways um yeah no that was that was cool it was good to end with him because he he really wanted he put his heart and soul into everything so it's good to finish strong um with him um it it helped me to like because sometimes you're like your your own worst enemy right you kind of beat yourself up and you don't want to have like regrets and stuff so like finishing strong with him and like seeing like those um i think we had three uh, baptisms and like we were good with the war and stuff. It was really fun, um, and we worked good and hard. So it it like helped me to make sure like I didn't feel like I wasted time out like there because like you're just gonna do that because you kind of did right. You slept too long. You didn't do the yada yada. So it was awesome, and I appreciate it, Joseph. Joseph, that I was able to to finish with with um, with him there. Um, it was, it was great. It was really great having him to, uh, to close the, that chapter with, um, yeah, much appreciation for, for that guy and for, for all the guys I, you know, I spent time with, um, and whatnot, all the guys I bullied and made their life a little bit harder, easier, whatever I did. And I was always just trying to have fun. And I was like, I was like, this is hard stuff, guys. So let's just do what we can to like make it not so hard. I guess I don't know. So, um, yeah. Hopefully. One of my one of my favorite memories of you is I think we had a combined zone conference around Christmas time um, between Aberdeen and uh, Dundee. And you and Quinn Coford came up with a little skit. Do you, do you want to tell us about that? But <laughs> we like dance. You sent me the video because like I remember doing it, but I don't remember everyone behind us. Right. I remember that we had like choreographed stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Like yeah. I think it was it was you and Quinn, and then yeah. like it was the whole Dundee zone, I think. I think so, yeah. And we must have done something prehand for them to like be so on board to do that. Like right. it must have killed it initially. I think we had a little practice with that. Yeah, me and <laughs> me and Colford, every time we got together, dude, it was a good time in Colford. And same with like Brady Cassidy. Oh man, I love and like uh McKay Lynch. Like, oh Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't get much better than McKay Lynch and, and Cassidy. I remember Cassidy um he got uh, eczema on the mission. And so I used to um, Adam Sandler, big daddy quote, I'm going to go eczema gross. And he would get so mad, <laughs> but we were still good buddies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, uh, yeah. This was, this was <laughs> some of my, some of my good buddies. Like, and like, Oh, when I first met Lynch, he was with Matt Fisher. Oh, what a dude, Matt Fisher. He, <laughs> I don't know, dude. he ordered Mountain Dew off of AmericanSoda.com and just had this flat Mountain Dew shop at the flat. And there's a picture of us, and we're all holding these Mountain Dews. <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure I saw that picture at one point. Oh, yeah. I can't remember who else was in the picture with you, but I remember the Mountain Dew picture was a pretty famous yeah, one that me. got around the mission. Yeah, me, Hardy, Lynch, and Fisher. Yeah, us four. Yeah, it was so <laughs> so funny. Oh, we'd always have like if uh, we had like a good day, we'd like have a cake day or something. So like we like bake a cake. <laughs> Because <laughs> like the the apartments like we were so close, so it was like end of day or like you would just it was like a thirty second walk over to the other one. So we were always back and forth all the time with with those guys, and we just oh yeah, that was yeah, that was probably like the like we me and me and Hardy, of course, we worked hard because he was hardcore Hardy and stuff, um, but with those other dudes, like there was sometimes like, it was like a competition sometimes with those guys who would do like kind of better. So it was like a little bit better of a drive to like, not like procrastinate or just like be stupid about stuff. And so, yeah, it was sweet having those guys super close and like trying to like, um, have little like competitions and stuff is, is pretty fun there in Motherwell. Um, Oh, Motherwell, the, um, in Motherwell, one of the chapels. Yeah, I think it was Motherwell. Motherwell, one of the the the, the churches got broken into. No, they there was something happening, and somebody somebody like came in when there was an event happening and stayed in there. And then when they left, they went through everything. And we went there for like a district meeting. I was the first person that entered the building. And so I saw everything. And so the cops wanted to talk to me because I was the first one. And I almost had to go and appear in court. Like I had this whole thing. I had to go to court. And, and then I got um, another phone call and they're like, Oh yeah, no, he pled guilty. So we don't need you. And I was like, Oh, oh my like, I almost had to like go and testify in court. Like just like what I saw pretty much, like I didn't see him. It was pretty much what had just been like, Oh yeah. I went there and there was stuff everywhere. So I got wow. like they wanted me as there as a witness, but then the guy was like, they found out who it was and he pleaded guilty. Yeah, yeah. So wow, yeah. I think I remember hearing that story. That's pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. Well, um, I, I'm curious to know what your experience was because I don't, did was Hammer Time a thing when you were there, or did that not happen until after you went home? No, I don't remember Hammer Time at all. No. Okay. Because I know, uh, I mean, John O'Brien talked about it, and I think it got a little bit progressively more. It was more re reporting and just a, oh. a little bit more uh, of an aggressive nature of doing member missionary work and things like that. So that must have been maybe just after, okay, or something. Yeah, because no, I don't. We didn't talk anything about Hammer Time, um, and he had just left his long stint at the mission home. And then was I his first companion out of the mission home? I want to say maybe his second one, first or second. So like a lot of stuff was still so different for him, you know, being in the mission. He's he was that's in there for that's a right because he was an office elder for a long time, right? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, no, no, no hammer time. I don't remember that at all. And if okay, and if it was around, I forget. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> no, you're good. I was just curious if that was something that in the works or not. Um. Tell us your your memories. I mean, you came in basically like right as the Vrains left, right? 
No, I was like literally oh, on half and half. Oh, that's right. You had a year with them and a year. Okay, that's right. Tell us about your experience with the Vereens and then also with the Fredericks and your your memories of them. So I remember me and 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 Vereens. Um, we didn't. It's not like we clashed, but like I felt. I always felt uncomfortable around him, and I don't know why. But like I never liked. I never enjoyed having my like meetings with him. I just remember that. I remember it was just like, your numbers suck Garrett, like, or McLeod elder, like make them better sort of thing. And I'm just like, Oh man, I'm doing so good. And then I don't know. I think there was just rumor of me being like a garbage missionary. And I think he just caught wind of it, but it was weird because my boy McConkey was AP with like Martin. And so I don't know, maybe they were just like, no, he's like, he's that guy. So, <laughs> But oh my god! So, oh, speaking of AP Martin, AP, you have to know this story about um, uh, Elder Martin. So he would send me three by five cards in the mail that would just have random like quotes or something. And he was into the same kind of music as me, so every once in a while he would send me like a quote from like a band or something. But one time he sent me, and it wasn't a three by five card. It was a it was a sheet of paper, and on the back of it it said, "Ellen McLeod, you are hereby called to be the mission rat." He's like, "Please call and report back to the highlighted missionaries on the reverse side." Thank you, Elder Martin. I flipped it over, and there was highlighted missionaries that he wanted the inside scoop on. Oh my and gosh! Call these dudes and be like, "Hey," and just be like, "Chill with them," because I chill with everyone. And like, and just be like, "Hey, man, what's up?" Like, dude, you got baptism coming up? What's it like? That's pretty dope. It's like stuff like that. And then, it, but like, I would, and Alistair, you're gonna know the truth now. So I would call him and be like, "Oh yeah, I know, dude. They're solid, bro. They're like, they're just, they're pumped, man. They're working hard." <laughs> So you're pumping people man, up. That he, they, I wasn't selling out. Heck no, man. We should rally. Get out of here. <laughs> I'll do it for you, McConkie. Not for you, Martin. <laughs> oh, I, I know Al listens to these, so that, that'll be funny to hear what his uh, response is. That's too oh, good. Dude, he can't deny it. It happened. I wish I kept it. I would have been the best part. I should have kept it. I should have oh, <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, okay. So yeah, I, I sidetracked. Uh, so yeah, and I remember everyone like kind of harping on him. He's like, oh, he's numbers, 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 rather than like, I don't know, because it, it seemed like it was a bit later when like the member missionary work uh, was was pushed um, more. Maybe after Vreen's more of. Um, yeah, it was. It was when the Fredericks yeah. came in. They kind of yeah. saw an opportunity to shift and focus on more member yeah. missionary work and inviting them to do, do the work for us um, beyond our efforts of knocking doors and GQing all yeah, stuff yeah. that we'd done for a long yeah, time. It was the member missionary work that, that started getting me in trouble, not in trouble, but like I got yelled at a few times, one by a uh, uh, member because I'd followed up and I was like, Hey, I was wondering, you know, how's it going? Blah, blah. Like, how's like, cause she like gave us a name or something. And I was just following up, being chill, and she's like, she's like, it's not easy. And she like started yelling at me on the phone. It was like super uncomfortable. I was like, oh okay, I don't know what to do now. Like it's not what I signed up for. <laughs> I didn't come here to like make the make the members <laughs> upset. So I was like, oh, I was like, but in the like, classic Scottish fashion, they just wanted to be offended, right? So 
Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. There's that. And then, like, um, no, this has nothing to do with member missionary work, but there was a family, the McAllisters, in um, Galashields. Yeah, this is down south. Um, one Sunday at church, had two kids, and one of them was like jumping on me and like trying to steal my name badge and stuff. And she like came over and I was like, and I just said to her, and I was, I was like, I was like, hey, Sister McAllister, can you grab your kids? I like they're out of control, right? And I like I didn't think I was saying it meanly, but she took it super offensively. Anyways, that like Wednesday, we had dinner at her house. And I remember her on purpose saying, like, Ellen McLeod, sit here. And she didn't say anything to um who was I with at the time? Who did I poop my pants with? Oh my gosh. You can't say yeah, that. So anyway, she she X lacks my I was with O'Brien. She X lacks <laughs> my food. No. And I can't remember who it was with. I can't remember who my companion was with. Anyway, she X lacks my food. And uh later that <laughs> night we went to go teach this dude. And we were having a good teach and we missed the bus and we had to wait like another like 45 minutes for the next bus. And we were pretty far away from our place. And so, um, and I had to poo like so bad, so freaking bad. And so we're taking the, we finally got on the bus. I'm like sweating. I'm like, and the, the bus was packed. There was a lot of people. I'm surprised I got a seat. Anyway, so I sit down. I'm like sweating. I'm like in like my shirt and tie. So I'm just like, oh my goodness, dude, this is rough. I was like, my, my stomach, like every like, uh, we hit like bumps. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I'm like on one cheek, like kind of resting my elbow on my knee, just praying that I make it. All of a sudden we hit this big bump and I bounce up and land two cheeks and boom, I just poop. I was like, oh no. And it starts to smell, of course. And people around me, I could tell they're like, and I'm just like, oh, I was like, I'm so glad I'm the shirt and tie. They'll never think it's me. I was like, oh my goodness. So like, we we get to our stop, we get off, and I was like, and I turned to my, what do, I want to say it was O'Brien, but it's not O'Brien because it doesn't match up. Was it Barber? No, this was. <laughs> Jesus. I can't remember who it was with. What the heck? This is, this is bothering me. I don't know. Get me on here for a second one in a year or two, and I'll figure it out. Because someone will bring it up. Somebody, I was with McLeod when he pooed his pants on the bus. Because so, we had to call the zone leaders who was the polled and someone else. And I was just like, dude, you got to come pick me up. Poop my pants. And so we like went to – yeah, we just like went to their flat – as we were tossing the G's right in the garbage man, they're all pooped up. Like, I was just like, uh, like so anyways, yeah. So I got X Lacked by a member. Yikes. Because I told her her kids were out of control. That was intense. The way we found out was the next morning we were at this lady's like single lady's friend house. I can't remember her name, but we were chilling there. And whoever I was with, well, I can't remember. This is bugging me, dude. I can't remember. Um, was like, dude, you gotta tell her. And she's like, tell me what? And I was just like, I'm not saying it. And he's like, oh, I'm telling her. Then she's like, well, you have to tell me. And then he told her the whole poop story. And so she's like, 
And she's like, oh, were you at the McAllister's last night? And I guess I'm not the first one that's happened to. She does ask permission. She don't like, dude. She exits their food, man. <laughs> so like, I, she was like, oh, you're not the first. And I was like, what? And I was like, I was like, well, I'm not the, I'm not the first like poo my pants. And she's like, yeah, you're the first to poop your pants. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. And then, yeah, so <laughs> President Frederick, me and President Frederick got along. I like that guy. I liked him a lot. Um, he got to the point quick. He's like, how are things? How's this? How's this? Can you talk to me about anything? You need help? Yada, yada. He's, he's awesome. He's like, all right, sweet. He's like, so you played high school football, right? <laughs> so we just talked football a little bit or talk something. Um, he brought it back to like, you know, like, hey, I'm here. Uh, as your president, but I'm here as like kind of your, 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 like a shoulder, like a pal, like a shoulder to lean on too, sort of thing. Like, I want you to know, like, I'm real. I'm not here just to, like, I care, sort of thing. He showed he cared by like um, finding common ground and like pulling out like stuff from, from like, um, not just like missionary life. And that was dope. That was awesome. Him. Yeah. I like, I liked him a lot. He was, he was a good guy. Um, I'm not to like crap all over <laughs> President Vreens, but like uh, I just click better with President Frederick, and you know they just—it's just how it works with people, right? You click with some, click with the like, yeah. like Jack. I don't think we cross paths at all. Hey, like I don't like when even when I saw your name and then when your face came up, I was like I was like, oh, I don't think because I was like, oh, I was June 05 to June 07. Were you in the mission at all during that time? Yeah, we just like you said, we never crossed paths. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember. I like, I was like, do I have any memories of this guy? And I like, didn't. Do you remember me from? No. Nope. Yeah, so, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> well, you were up in Aberdeen, and I'm, I'm trying to timeline it a little bit. Jack wasn't quite yet to Glenrothes. Maybe you were at that point, June of '05. It had to have been pretty close. Yeah, I was. I was there. Yeah. yeah, he spent. He just, spent I was just in Glen Rothes for the rest of my that, time. Was that Paisley? No, uh, no, Kirkcaldy, Kirkcaldy Ward. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I served in like every zone except for the. Was it called the Paisley zone? Yeah. yeah. So I hit every one except for that one, and I was hoping that my last area would be in that zone, but then I got put in um, in Sterling. That's where I commissioned Sterling. Okay. Not in Dundee. That's what. Yeah, I wasn't in Dundee, right? I was in Dundee where I pooped my pants. Yeah, oh, I can't remember. It would happen. I know it happened. I don't remember who I was with. I'm pretty sure after they listen to this, they're gonna want. Maybe that'll pull somebody out of the woodworks. They're like, "Oh, I gotta go in there. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell everyone that I was with McLeod." <laughs> Set the record straight. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's so good. Yeah, anyone would want to would wear that badge on their their <laughs> on their chest. I was with Gary Poop. Oh, oh man, well, this is my dog. I don't know if hey, put your head up. There he is. Oh hey, hey buddy, that's Velcro. <laughs> it is a huge dog. He's a big dog. Oh yeah, he's huge. He's like a Turkish um, herding dog. They, like in the mountains, he's like kill the wolves and the bears and stuff. So he's probably not really a pet, but he is now. <laughs> That's what we did to dogs. Well, you got bears up in your neighborhood, so. And probably oh, wolves, got a little bit, 
West to the mountains. Yeah, that's true. I've seen a lot of bears in that time. <laughs> well, Garrett, it's been a lot of fun hanging out with you and going yeah. through memories. Um, you've gr- you have a great set of uh, companions as I'm looking at the list that I've compiled. And there's some of them we'd love to get on. George Willis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Is there I'm any? Not. Is there anyone else from the mission that you know? As we continue on with this, that you'd like to hear from as we're uh, moving along, and any of your yeah. favorite people you want to call out tonight? Yeah, definitely. Um, my boy McKay Lynch. He's such a character, man. I'll I'd love to hear from from Lynch for sure. Um, McKay, if you're listening to this, please answer. <laughs> please answer my phone calls when I call dude, you. Would, dude, I thought I was his buddy, dude. He like stopped even answering me. So like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe just I don't feel bad then any, anymore. Yeah. Oh, I'm just looking at my list here. Richard Midgley. Richard yeah. is one we've we've talked to. What um, a dude. I loved Richard Midgley. Oh, I just saw his name. I never served with him, but I served around him, and he was awesome. I loved him. He used to say he wanted to be in a band and play didgeridoo, and he'd be Midge on the Didge. It was um, <laughs> my favorite joke is, man. He, oh, yeah. Midgley was such a wicked dude, man. I liked him. Um, yeah, we. We reached out to him, and he recently moved stateside. He lives in Florida, and we got in touch with him oh, right way. as that, uh, right as the um, the hurricane hit in the fall. So he's one that's uh, we'll get on in the future for sure. Okay, okay. sweet, yeah. Um, oh yeah, and then like you didn't have Brownlow, hey Brownlow? He didn't do one, did he? He he he's the the one that was published today as we're speaking. Oh yeah, we talked about that. Yeah yeah yeah, sweet. Right yeah, Brownlow's yeah, so, been talked to. Yep. Yeah, Brownlow's. Yeah, him and uh, man, who else? Um, we are we are. Tyler, what's up? Breaking I was going to say we're also talking to Ren Hardy next week. So oh. um, yeah, Ren of will course, be. Ren. Ren. I wasn't even going to bring up his name. I didn't think Ren would ever do this, to be honest. So if he does, wicked. Well, I served with oh. him for two weeks, and so I've been hounding him and saying, "Hey, yeah. come on, come and come and chat yeah. with us." And he's been well, listening. I, just so. I did it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's definitely another another help. reason. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I might help. Um, yeah. Who else? Um, yeah. It, even like, yeah, even like Matt Fisher, because um, I don't think he, he was sweet. I like Matt Fisher. Um, yeah, I, I love Matt too. I need to get in touch with him. That's one I yeah. haven't been able to get in touch with yet. And who was that? Um, I think it would just be dope to talk to this guy. He was, we clicked just because I think we we're both from Canada. There was a kid from out east, like Halifax, out east. Um, I wanted, his last name was like um, Drennan. I, I couldn't tell you his first name, Drennan or something like that. Um, he got sent home early. He was always so sick. But, dude, that guy was a missionary beast for the short time that he was there. He was. He was. Do, you, do you happen to remember his first name by chance? Um, 
I think it, it might be like Andrew. Andrew Drennan sounds very. It rolls off my tongue nicely. So I think it's Andrew Drennan, and he was from like Halifax. He was a yeah. He was an out east boy. And he okay. was. He would just be cool to talk to. I think above the fact that like I thought he was a dope guy. Yeah. Uh, too hmm. right. So. Okay. Um, yeah, and then oh, what was his? Hold on, I have to just. Um. Terrence Malloy. Terrence has uh, been on. Oh, has he? Oh, sweet. He probably wouldn't give me a shout out, but like Terrence Malloy. Um, I like being around that guy. He was always he was always a fun dude to be around. I liked him a lot. Um dude. He might have. We've heard your name a few times. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll listen and I'll give his a listen to. But yeah, I like, he, I like he was a little bit earlier. I try to remember what his my group he was. Okay. But. Um, yeah, he was one of our earlier episodes. Okay. Sweet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I got along with, with, with so many people, even like, like Garrett Smith. I'm pretty sure he was from like, um, Idaho area. He yeah. would message me every once in a while. Like he was going to come up to like around my area, like where I lived, but then it never ended up like panning out or whatever. But yeah, um, guys like him, like there's just so many sweet dudes. Like, there's no way I could could tell you um, all the names of all the guys that like that rubbed off on me that I really like being around. I remember like, um, man, guys like even like even like Streeter, even though he tried to steal a tie from me once um, on like exchanges. Like even me and him had like a, a dope time once where. I remember he was like in another room. I was at his flat on exchanges and he was in another room and I just started singing some apostate music like I would do sometimes. And it was like this like um, ska song because I listened to like, you know, ska and punk and stuff and I started singing it and he knew it and he started singing along with me. And then so I forgave him for stealing that tie from me. Like, <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. Just, man, there's like, like I'm just like looking at like this list here of like, you know, all the people. So I saw Drennan. It was Andrew. So that was right. What is this list that list. you have? What is the list? Have you not seen this? Did you like get this? So it's like Michigan. Jack, do you have that's, one? That's what I've been looking for. Oh, I got one. You do have one? I do have one. Yeah. Oh man. So Gary, like, you've so, you've got like a relic of like <laughs> that's the list that we want. Oh yeah, I can somehow like scan um, me a copy or something. Yeah, my mom's got a scanner. I think so. Yeah, I can give this to you. Some some of this like like circled because uh, it's just like guys I wanted to make sure I would like have talked about or whatever, right? So yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm seeing names on here, and like, they ring a bell or whatever. Like, oh, like Colin Kilgore. I remember that guy. He was good, dude. Colin, he's a good um, guy. Oliver Kellogg. Oh, he was sweet. I liked Oliver Kellogg. Um, Oliver Scott is Jump. is a potential. We haven't got a commitment yeah. out of him yet. And like Scott Jump, wasn't he from like Kentucky or something like that? Scott, he Jump. was. Yeah, he was from Kentucky. Yep. Yeah, I like Scott Jump too. Like, this is just names I've seen pop up here. I'm just like, oh, yeah, this guy's 
like this Zach Hewlett character on here. Oh yeah, I've heard of him. <laughs> yeah, well, like Brady Hess. Oh, Brady Hess. That is that was Brady's sweet. been on. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Um, Dan Nay. Well, I like that guy. Dan Nay was a dope dude. Dan Nay's been on too. Yeah. There's no way these dudes gave me shout outs, but I'll shout these guys out till the day I die. These are just good dudes to be around forever. Um, McDonald, Cam McDonald, was he, who was the dope tennis player? Was that McDonald? Yeah, that was McDonald. Yeah. What? I like that. That was a cool guy. I like him too. Adam Rolo, that was another sweet dude. Um, Craig Rasmussen, I remember him being like a pretty solid dude. Yeah, Craig's been on. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just like Chad Wilcoxon. I think he kicked me in the face once by accident. I felt like I was like close. I, like, I should have been knocked out, to be honest. I remember I was like sitting there and just boom, took him in the face. I should have fought him, but I, I don't know why I didn't. Probably just locked <laughs> my brain. Um, I yeah, have Chad's phone number, like, too. Oh, I need to get in touch with him. Yeah, I feel like I made a lot of great connections with a lot of great people on my mission. So I feel bad for like missing like to like to shout out certain dudes. Like I'm just like I I, I just turned my head over again. I'm like like Travis Trottier. Like what a sweet dude. Like Travis is coming on in a few weeks. Yeah, like you know, like these these like sweet dudes i just like i spent like very minimal time around but like i would just remember being like man if i was back home that guy would be a buddy of mine like i would go out of my way to make sure i'm I'm buddies with with a guy like that like just some solid solid dudes out there some some ones that weren't so solid too right but they're probably solid to others um you can't win them all right like michael jordan didn't hit every shot so um (laughs) <laughs> that's true you know, he did not yeah so yeah uh the, the crazy two years and uh you know like um i don't know i don't know it's, yeah <laughs> i don't know what's really offer me <laughs> no man i i appreciate one that you have the list that jack oh, yeah. said he's looking for i mean like some of us have moved so many times that it's yeah. hard to keep track of all the stuff that we had from the mission. I know that's definitely yeah. the case for me, but and there's no way any <laughs> of these phone numbers or addresses work for any of these people, but at least you get like, like the names, right? Um, I mean, I can tell you my, my, my parents' addresses hasn't changed. So if you mailed me a letter, it'd get to me somehow. That's true. Oh, <laughs> is my address? I'm curious though. Is my address the same in this? Oh, it is. Yeah, seriously. If someone wanted to send, hey, if you have this list, you want to send me some snail mail, <laughs> it'll work. My mom's address is on there. She'd tell me she got it. See, there you go. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking time, Garrett. We've we've enjoyed some good laughs with you tonight. So thanks for coming on. I mean, ultimately we'll share this and try and get as many people as we can that you've mentioned to come on in the future. I mean, we've only been doing this now for what, eight months now, Jack. And in that, in that eight months, we've covered a lot of, a lot of uh, eras of the mission, but there's still a lot, a lot yet to cover. So we're excited about it. But if you can get me that list, I'd appreciate that. That'd be (laughs) 
Well, you got that would be that would be a useful tool. I'm telling you right now. Like yeah. I've been trying to piece together all the people and trying to remember all the names and connect with the right people, and a list would be helpful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This gives you because it says from 05 to 07, so that covers yeah quite a bit. Because that yeah, that, that wouldn't be from like when I started. I bet you that's from 2005 to 2007. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I came in in January of 05, so if I'm yeah, at the top of the yeah. list. Yeah, yeah, because Bryce is in here too, so. Okay, well, yeah. maybe that's even before that too. Well, Garrett, thank you again. We really have enjoyed it. We love you. Thank you for being one of our amazing, legendary brothers in Scotland. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt, for real. Yeah, um, thanks for yeah reaching out. Sorry I didn't get back to you quicker honestly it was like i don't know if i want to do that but you know and then i listened to i listened to some i actually was like oh so honestly like if if people are like ah, i don't want to do that i don't know this is kind of fun to be honest like give me something to do other than you know watching the office and trying to talk some to my dog or something right so yeah <laughs> It's not bad. Reminiscing's fun. Like talking about, you know, when you can talk about George Willis and Ren Hardy and <laughs> those characters, it's always a good time, man. So, um, oh, I agree, one hundred percent true. I really hope that you know, like me being on here, can give you some more kind of pull <laughs> for some of the the characters out there that would. I mean, I I I went through the list of people that we've talked to, and at least at least a half a dozen people brought your name up in conversation so you know you you had you had an impact on their mission experience in whatever facet and they just loved you and they were looking forward to hearing from you so i'm glad that you took the time to come on and share your memories and more than anything they'll just love seeing your face and hearing your voice yeah well i hope so yeah i hope it uh it uh Brightens <laughs> someone's day or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it will. 100% true. I mean, like I said, you got half a dozen admirers already, and there'll be more that will want to listen to it, or they may listen to yours and go, "Okay, McLeod did it. I, I better answer Zach Hewlett's message or answer his phone calls." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah, um, yeah. But I was gonna say, there's like McConkey and O'Brien and McCabe. Those guys that really, you know, when you when you listen to them, they're like, "Oh, you gotta get this guy on." And you're just like, "Oh, well, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to disappoint, you know, like those guys that you know, like I, I don't know. you don't want to disappoint guys that you you admire, and you cherish. No way, so. no way, one hundred percent love it. Exactly. Well, so, again, yeah, we love you, Garrett. You still have, you're still pulling some of mine. Those, those hard strings. Good dudes, <laughs> such good dudes. All right, brother. Well, again, we love you. Thanks again for your time. We'll talk more soon, I'm sure of it. Awesome. All right. Take care, boys. All right. Cheerio, mate.